I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. How to expand your capacity. Today's episode expands on last week's episode, where I did a Reiki healing for you around the energy of expansion. And so today I wanted to talk quite practically around how do you expand your capacity. So this is a different way to think about how to create something new or how to achieve a goal, especially if the things that you have already tried haven't worked so far. So let's just say you have a desire to grow your business. Perhaps you even have a specific income goal and you feel like you're really not making progress or you make some progress, but then you end right back where you started. So you might grow in a particular area. Perhaps you run a workshop, let's just say, so you're like, oh, that's fantastic. I made more money during doing that. But then you dropped money in terms of your client sessions. Let's just say, and then you ended up with the same amount of income. So what this could indicate is a capacity issue. So you're at, you've got a certain amount of capacity and you are actually maxing out. Now, capacity, I believe, can sometimes be our own perception of what it is that we think or feel that we're capable of, but it also can be quite energetic. And so when you reach the edges or the upper limits of your capacity, it's like you don't even have a particular thought process. There's not a belief that's coming up necessarily. There's not even specific emotions that are coming up. It's just that you can't seem to break through that. You just feel maxed or the reality is reflecting back to you that you are maxed. And so that can be a nervous system regulation issue or opportunity is the way I might phrase it. So we'll go into that today. So how might you expand your capacity today? We're going to talk about, first of all, identifying what it is that you desire. Number two, regulating your nervous system. So very intentionally uh, just down regulating your nervous system as it is you're thinking about and dreaming into this goal or this desire. So you're helping to normalize that feeling. That's what we spoke about a bit in the Reiki healing last week. Number three, looking at what skills you can develop that will support your goal. Number four, finding the easiest pathways to get there and getting support if you need it. And number five, developing your self-trust. So let's start at number one, identify what it is that you desire. So I gave that example of growing your business. 
It could be uh, doubling your business or it could be increasing by a certain amount of revenue. You'll know what feels really good for you. And or if you've got a different goal, then please choose that. It'd be useful for this exercise if it's something quite tangible and concrete though. So rather than just, oh, I'd like to feel better or I'd like to feel good or I'd like to feel joyful or ease or, you know, they, those uh, feeling states are all wonderful. But for this process and what we're talking about today, a more specific goal might be more useful. So thinking about what it is that you desire, see if you can hone in on something. And then number two, regulate your nervous system. So if you're able to, you might like to close down your eyes now and just take some deeper breaths. And just taking those breaths as you think about your goal or your desire. You might be able to hear the rain that is currently happening here. And just notice if this goal or this desire has a bit of an edginess to it. Notice what it's bringing up. And rather than trying to do anything about it right now, just breathing into it. So you can continue to do that, of course, in the coming days and weeks, and you can go back and use the Reiki from last week to support you with that, because we do something similar there, but supported by the Reiki energy. And now let's move on to number three, because this is where we get quite practical. So what is it that you believe or you feel or intuitively sense could support you to achieve your goal. So for example, if your goal is to increase the size of your business, or perhaps it's to see more clients, perhaps it's to double your business. What do you sense needs to happen or could support that. So what I mean by that is, let's just say you want to attract more clients. It could be, I need to get better at selling what it is that I do. Or you might think, I don't want to see more clients. Perhaps you're already fully booked or you're seeing the number of clients that you're currently happy to see. And you might think, I would like to create a course or a group program, or perhaps it's something like a mastermind. It is that next level. Perhaps you have a course or you've taught a group program before and you feel like you would like to create something that is at a higher level and has a higher investment level. And 
you might be able to sense that by doing one of these things or something else that you identify, you can see how you could add a sum of money to how much it is that you're making now that could be a big part of how you create that next level. So just see if you can allow something to drop in for you now. And I will share as well. I'll share for me. So I have had a goal to grow my business. I have only worked two days a week for the last six and a half years, and I have just increased to three days. And I'm not at this stage planning to see more clients. I would like to expand my business in other ways. And obviously I have courses. I do have a group program that I'm running behind the scenes at the moment for alumni of Align and Attract. And I have had this idea or this feeling for the last year or two that I would like to run a mastermind one day or something in a mastermind type format. And I didn't feel like it was the right timing or that I was quite ready. So uh, this is what we're going to look at next is let's just say you have got a, a pathway, you have got a plan. And then what I want you to do is either go ahead and create that thing. Or if you feel like you can't, or you don't know how to, or that there are some barriers to it, rather than just trying to push through those barriers, you could see that as feedback and you could think about, okay, well, if I can't quite create that thing yet, maybe there's a skill gap here that I can fill. So break down the skills that you feel you need to develop. So let's just say that one of the skills you identify that you need to develop is speaking. And then you think, okay, well, how could I do that more? And we're so lucky these days with all the technology that we have available to us. And you can host a podcast if you don't already. You could get practiced in creating one minute reels to share on your Instagram page, or you could set yourself a challenge to run one live a week. By doing something like that, this is a process. It's, you know, it's something you would do regularly. You are going to develop that skill. And then that eliminates that as a barrier. And it doesn't eliminate it in a way that's like really forced or feels really challenging. You just build out that capacity until speaking is just something that you do. I remember as I'm speaking years ago, Denise Duffield Thomas gave that advice to me. We were both speaking at Leonie Dawson's conference and Denise said that one of the biggest things that she did to develop her confidence in speaking was just to do so much of it. And 
I feel that she was podcasting already at this time. This is like 10 years ago now. And, but it was just finding that way to do it really, really regularly. So you're just so practiced in it. I think that was around the time when she was doing a lot of guest interviews. So I think she had a goal to do at least one a week or something like that. So that's one skill that you might develop. Another skill, like let's just say you want to create a course, but you don't know if you can sell it. So you don't know if it's going to be worth it. Well, rather than just pushing through and creating this course and then discovering, oh gosh, yes, actually it is quite difficult to sell this. And I feel like I've wasted some time or I need to now figure out how to sell. You can actually develop that skill. So how could you do that? Well, you're going to probably find this piece of advice a little bit counterintuitive, might not be what you expect, but you could start by offering free live workshops. So you might think, hang on, but that's not selling. But the truth is, it's not always that easy these days to have people sign up to a free workshop uh, even. So people really value their time and their energy. And a lot of people have signed up to things that, you know, maybe it wasn't really worth their time or they felt like they were sold to a lot or whatever it might be. And so actually you really need to get the messaging right to have people sign up to something even if it is free. So I think that would be a great place to consider starting. Of course, people sign up, they join, they end up on your mailing list and you can then have more people to sell to when you do create your course. Now, of course, that does not have to be a free workshop. You could also sell a low cost workshop or just anything. In fact, you could just practice showing up and speaking and selling on your stories every day, whatever it is that you already have right now, your services or um, digital products that you already have. So that could just be, no, I'm actually going to show up and just sell really regularly or including a call to action in a lot of your posts. I think the more direct it can be, and by that I mean, you know, something that is live or something where you are speaking, it's going to hit on that edge of selling more than if you're just like, at the end of every post, I write, P.S., if you want to work with me, then click the link in bio. You know, that feels very low risk, but it's a good thing to do, do it. But also if you're trying to develop your skill in selling, you might like to challenge yourself a little bit more. Let's just say you identified the skill you want to improve is about honing your message. You're like, I'm not clear on my message. You might set yourself a challenge to post every day for a period of time or just to batch a bunch of posts. It doesn't have to be every day. It could be um, batching some posts. Maybe it's one to go out every three days or it's two a week, but you sit down and you write 10 of them at once. And just getting uh, your message out and really thinking about it and refining it and writing a lot or sharing a lot can help you to think about that. And of course, you could do some planning first. You could do some journaling. You could do some like, you know, writing a whole lot of dot points under particular headings around what you see to be your message. How it is that you do that is entirely up to you. But if that's a skill gap, just tackle it in a way that is going to help you to move past that barrier. If you want to develop your confidence, 
then, you know, you're like, oh, I just want to feel more confident. I want to feel more confident in speaking in groups. Then you might do some free or paid workshops. Because if you haven't done a lot of that, it can feel maybe a little bit more stressful than what you think. So let's just say you want to run a group program, running some free or you know, one-off paid workshops prior to doing that could really help you to develop out that skill set. So I mentioned, you know, I have my goal and I'm not actually attached to when this goal happens to be very truthful. Like it's not like I'm, oh my gosh, I really want to do this and I can't do it. It's not that. I will do it when the timing is right with regards to a mastermind. But I did do this. I started to break down and think about where are some skill gaps or indeed just skills that I can further develop. And so that has led me to this year being pretty consistent with the podcast, running free workshops, running paid workshops. It was a really great experience actually running the paid workshops that I have done this year because each time I asked for feedback from the group on the specific topic that we're talking about. So one workshop was Own It, the other workshop was the Unfreeze and Thrive. That was a two-part workshop series. And it was actually a real skill to be able to take on board all of that feedback, sometimes over 20 25 pieces of feedback from the participants about where it is that they were blocked, what they were focusing on, what they wanted to create, and to distill all of that and to create a very supportive workshop. It was a really great experience and a great experience for participants from the feedback I received. And then as well, I've mentioned that I ran a group experience this year. So all of these things combined, when it has come to running the latest live round of Align and Attract just recently, I can see how those skills have developed and how my competency and confidence in the way I work within a group has just become so much more refined and participants who've been in that group for some time have commented oh there's a there's a difference in the way you're teaching and facilitating and that is because of all of these other opportunities that I gave myself so again we'd have to wait for somebody else to give us an opportunity we can create opportunities that is the joy and the beauty of being in business for yourself. So I hope that's given you some examples and some ideas. It's not about taking, you know, one particular idea. You've probably got a better idea that's going to work great for you. So taking an idea and running with it. So what is a skill that you're going to develop and that you're going to take action on that actually is going to then lead you to be able to do what you believe that you need to do. So the interesting thing for me as well is having developed all of these skills even more this year, because I didn't do so many of those things when I had little children. I just didn't have as much capacity. So we're talking about expanding your capacity. My capacity was lower necessarily because my energy was required elsewhere, and that was perfectly appropriate. Um, But yeah, when I wanted to expand that, those are the things I did. And then the idea that has most recently dropped in, which I again spoke about next last week on the podcast, was a live event for next year in Melbourne in February. And I think as well, because of all these things, it felt so easy and so natural to act on that idea 
and to put it out to people and to have so many people come back and say, yes, I would love to do that. Well, again, why did so many people say yes? Because so many different people have experienced my teaching now in different formats. It's different to when I was just focusing for the most of the period where I've had young children on seeing my clients. They're only seeing me in that more refined context, not in a group context, right? And so, yeah, I can feel how my capacity is expanded. I haven't yet made a plan to run a mastermind, yet something else different has dropped in, which I know for sure that I would have not had the capacity or indeed the confidence to do last year. So I want you to be open to what might open up, even though you identified how you think that you'd be best able to grow your business. By developing your capacity, other options might present that at this point in time, you might see as being too hard or just not on your radar. All right. So number four, find the easiest pathways and get support if you need it. And so when I say find the easiest pathways, it's like if we were talking about speaking and you heard me talking about starting a podcast or continuing your podcast or whatever, if the idea of that or something else just presents all these barriers for you and creates stress for you, I don't think that's the pathway, at least not right now. That, in fact, might be um, one of the bigger goals that you're working towards and you need to step back one step and think about what could be easier than that? (laughs) What would feel lighter than that? And get support if you need it. So if you need support with this process, you could work with somebody like me. You can have a look at my website, alignandattract.com to find out how you can work with me privately or get support from somebody in your circle, somebody that you're familiar with who can help you to shift through your own blocks. You might need practical support. You might need to ask your partner or, um, you know, a close friend or a family member to help you in some way so that you have more time or that you have more, you know, practical support in ways that you might need it more childcare or something like that. Number five, develop your self-trust. So this process that I've described for you, it's a little bit different, isn't it? From just writing down the steps of what it is that you need to do and then ticking off those steps one by one. It's a lot of trusting your intuition about what are the skills that I need to develop? How am I going to develop them? And trusting that that's going to lead you to this expanded capacity and lead you to where you want to go. Now, if you feel like, hmm, I do not have that level of self-trust, Kerry, <laughs> I would love to invite you to my latest free call, my latest free workshop, and it is on developing your trust in your intuition. You can sign up for that at alignandattract.com slash trust. So it's going to be a 45 to 60 minute live call where we're going to work together and I'm going to support you with some exercises. We will do some Reiki to expand 
your self-trust. We're going to do that by starting exactly where you are right now and expanding from there. So I know you will love it. Thank you so much for being here today. I so appreciate you. This was episode 102 of the Align and Attract podcast, and that means you'll find all of the relevant show notes at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 102. I really feel like this could be a good episode to pass on to a friend, ask them to listen to, and then talk this through together. And you might be a bit of an accountability buddy for each other. You can bounce ideas off each other. I know this was quite some like quite big thinking today. It's not like a little bite-sized thing, but you might be also be able to listen to this episode more than once and just let this concept of expanding your capacity wash over you. And I think if you do that, each time you listen, you will pick up on something new, you'll pick up on something different, and then you'll really start to understand this concept of expanding capacity and how you could really make this work for you. And rather than just choosing, you know, one skill to develop, if you were to listen multiple times, you might identify multiple skills that you see that you can develop. Since I've been talking about this idea of expanding capacity, I've also been able to see how I've done this in other areas of my life, including aspects of parenting, including the way I cook and nourish our family. That used to be something that was really like not stressful, but it just took a lot of bandwidth. In fact, in our family, we used Marley Spoon and HelloFresh, which are just meal delivery companies for years because I just could not handle the, I didn't have the bandwidth for planning as well as cooking, um, even though I did cook the kids' meals separately still. But anyway, it's just really interesting. Like this is very layered and I've seen how I've been able to expand my capacity in multiple different areas and just how powerful it is and how noticeable it is to see how things that you might have found stressful at one particular point in time or that made you feel maxed out or you felt like you couldn't do, that you couldn't manage, how you can start to expand that capacity and those things feel easy and they feel light and you still feel like you've got bandwidth even though in reality you are doing more than you were before i'm so excited to hear what you think you can come and share with me at kerry rowett on instagram and i'll see you next time